days Let your problems dissipate I'm chill out Let those worries leave your mind A bit chill out Just unwind and have a good time what up, 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 it's your boy T, half of on the ride up, going live tonight, B-Money might be in attendance, who knows, we'll see, you know what I'm saying, he an early bird, I'm the night owl, so you know how it is sometimes, you know what I'm saying, so sometimes I fly solo, sometimes I have my friends along with me, but you know me, as long as I got y'all, that's all I need, oh, I need Got the Tito's and, and my cranberry with the pineapple. It's diet. <sighs> we're going to talk about a couple things today. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about is is uh, versus just pleasure. Silhouette. Of two rappers that's supposed to go down on Halloween or around Halloween, and uh, they didn't say who it is, and sort of like guess who it is. And I think I know who it is based off of uh, based off the silhouette. I think I know who it is. So y'all go go on verses and look at go on their page and look and see the picture that they posted. You know what I'm saying? And tell me who y'all think it is. I mean, I know who I think it is, but I want to know if y'all. Thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Um, I'm gonna give it a give it a little bit. Then we gonna jump into the shit, and y'all gonna see why I'm here today. You know what I'm saying? What brought me here today? You know. Yeah, understand me. Wait, wait a damn minute. Shout out to Nathan Centron, man. I follow him. Dude, his videos be killing me. I'm going to keep plugging him. I'm not getting paid to do it. I actually bought the mug because I, I fuck with the mug. I bought the joint. I was like, I fuck with that mug. I'm going to get that mug. I didn't get it with the intent of drinking out of it on every episode but I said you know what that's what I'm going to do anyway I'm going to do that that's a good idea T yeah T you're right <clears throat> but uh yeah <sighs> waiting for a couple more of my folks to check in I see my big dog Lynn Lynn what up boy
You dig? Got my OG. I see my OG. What's up, OG? My OG Don. Don, you, you, you out, you out in the sticks, Don, or you, you, you back in town? How you feeling? Don, you follow versus battles at all? Am I being hurt? Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Is my mic, is my mic good? Do I need to turn my mic up? Can y'all hear me? I hope y'all can hear me. Oh, you in Newport News? Can you, you can hear me? I wasn't sure if you can hear me or not. Man, it was random as fuck the last time I saw you, man. That's how I be saying people these days, though. People randomly pop in at the at the spot and be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I'm I'm used to running into people out in the streets, not necessarily uh, at my place of business. But it be it be pleasant surprises, though. Pleasant surprises, you know what I'm saying? It'll be be like, oh, uh, at the work spot. But either way, getting to see good friends is all that matters to me. I mean. And life, that's all. That's one of the things you can hope you to do, is attain some knowledge and some good friends. You know what I'm saying? To help you pass, pass by the bullshit. Tone, what up, Tone? Tone, you coming on with me? You coming on? Uh, you coming on the show with me tonight, dog? What, what you doing? You fucking with your boy? Hey, I want if if I could fucking take a picture and post a picture of the. Uh, the silhouette so y'all don't gotta leave my live to go look at it i don't want y'all to go look at that look at the picture and tell me who y'all think hey don i bet you if you look at it you will have a real good idea who it is i mean i think the majority of the audience of people who watch versus they might have a good idea but i got a good idea of who it is a really good idea that's all i'm saying but i don't know though i just now had a change of heart based on something that just happened but i don't know I don't know. It's uh, man, it's been good though. You know? I, I I love watching versus battle, man. It's been it's been one of those things. It kept it it kept it it kept your boy going, man. When when that pandemic hit, man. Love seeing these artists get together and celebrate each other, man. Let me uh, doobie doo boop bop. Hope that shit ain't pick up on my motherfucking live. Can I turn my shit? Up? Let me turn my shit off. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> he said Fat Joe look fraudulent. <laughs> Why you say that? Why you say that? He look fraudulent. What, what look fraudulent about him? <laughs> That's the Don. Joey Crack. You talking about all, all the the the, the Jaru disrespect, like motherfucker? We know y'all homies. <laughs> oh gosh, brother, the, the way I don't I don't know what that is, but I don't know what that's about. I mean, I ain't. I mean, putting color in the bed and all that stuff is isn't isn't. You know what I'm saying isn't new. 
some people do it. I mean, I I touch mine up a little bit, but yeah, that joint is like it's as if he does have doesn't have any facial hair at all, and just decided, you know, it was just paint the whole joint anyway. I want to be in there. It's beyond like filling in patches and shit like that. It's like <laughs> he called it the New York paint beard. <laughs> The New York paint beard. <laughs> mm. Let me check on my boy real quick and I'm going to get a goofy face. <laughs> That nigga ain't got no goatee. He barely got a mustache. So it's like, it's weird. It's weird, weird. But, you know, man. It is what it is. To each his own. I'm saying? The nigga got enough money. He can fucking get a fucking beard implant if he wanted to. Somebody will fucking endorse that shit. All the endorsements he got coming in with the, with the, I'm saying, with the big, big, big show on, on, Insta on Instagram and shit. Got DJ Casper in my background. He be killing it too. I, I'm trying to get him to uh, DJ my wedding, but we'll see. We'll see. He might be a little bit too pricey. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. Alright, I told y'all 1130. I'm five minutes in, so I'm about to just jump into it. You know what I'm saying? What up, 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 what up? It's your boy T, half of On The Ride Up. Like I said, B-Money probably, uh, it's probably past his, his bedtime. <laughs> it's, it's not he, it's probably past his bedtime. So, uh, all right, so I, I, I asked a question. Who do you guys think the two artists next to uh, battle on versus based on the post? And it's going to be at the Barclays Center. And I'm just going off the trend of it being rappers, 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 New York, New York, New York. You know what I'm saying basically feeding off that positive energy and, and definitely putting on for, you know what I'm saying, generations past. I'm thinking that it's going to be, because one of the pictures, if you look at one of the pictures, it looked like somebody got a hot top fade. What, what dope rapper from back in the day got a hot top fade? BDK, Big Daddy Kane. So it's, I think it's gonna be Big Daddy Kane and the other picture. It like obviously when you think Big Daddy Kane, you think Rakim. But that picture, the silhouette of the picture, don't look like Rakim because it, it looked like some. It looked like the the dude got like a kufi or some shit on, like he wearing some like bohemian head wrap or something like that. What rapper from that time would have wore some shit like that? KRS One. So I think it's gonna be. I think it's going to be Big Daddy Kane versus KRS-One. I think a lot of people would love to see uh, Rakim, but I think it's going to be uh, KRS-One. I think it'd be a much better matchup with Rakim, but I think it's going to be... I mean, it's not a bad matchup having... Uh, <laughs> you think it's cool? Look at the, go look at the picture and then tell me. Go I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be Big Daddy Kane and Karis One based on that picture. 
Kumo, come on, you know damn well LL and Kumo D could not have a fucking versus battle. Like they would not do no shit like that to to Kumo D. Kumo D got like three records. He got like three records. You couldn't do Kumo D like that. Like Kumo D deserves better than that. Like he get like Wow Wow West, and then it's like <laughs> it's a rap. <laughs> Any, yeah, that's that's even more embarrassing because LL, such the asshole, you know the New Yorkers are. He could come out with no shirt on the whole t- the whole time with with flat pants on and shit, <laughs> fucking making them look even fatter on the other side of the fucking ring and shit. <laughs> All right, so this is what I this is what I wanted to get into tonight, right? So. If you look at the, a lot of the trends with versus battles, a lot of the, the artists are uh, they have like some connective tissue or they, you know what I'm saying, fit some type of way. Right? You had uh Beanie Man and, and, and Bounty Kendall. You had the dog versus the dog father. You know what I'm saying? You had SWV and Escape. Uh, Alicia Keys and John Legend, mainly because they both the pianists, they write the music or whatever. Uh, you want to see a comedy versus? I think, to be honest with you, I think, uh, I think a comedy versus is on the way. I think a comedy versus is on the way. The problem with the the problem with that is. The problem with that is who you gonna put on it? Because to be honest with like me personally, I don't think Cat Williams deserves Kevin Hart. I don't think he deserves him just 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 based on the disrespect. Like Kevin Kevin is like a mega star. And no, no, no! I don't think. See, I mean, if they straight Jonah, it's it's. See, the, the, I think if Kevin Hart would have got put in the ring like that before he blew up, it'd be a better fight. I think Cat would be like low blowing, and like there's like you would definitely see there's there's venom there. Where I don't know if Cat, I don't know if Kevin could do that. I don't know if Kevin can can go low. Like not just not with him, with anybody, because I don't think it fits his, his just just who he is. Not just I wouldn't even say his image. I don't think it fits who he is. Like, like when he's joking with people now, he's not joking to like scar them for life and ruin their reputations. Cat Williams be on some. I'm trying to say something that's going to forever turn your fans against you, and make them go look at your other shit and look at look at you with. I mean, if that's the case, then won't he kill him in the comedy? Won't he kill him on on stage and 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 do and be bigger than him? If that's the case, like that's what I'm saying, Kevin. Like Kevin ain't he's not there by mistake. It ain't like somebody just plucked him out and say, you know what? Um, you 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 no. The 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 niggas specials was fire. I mean, yeah, his late his latest ones clearly tapered off, but. It's a rack of comedians that don't even have two. Luckily, if they have one, 
he got four that's like legit. You would argue at least three of them are classics. Like Cat would talk about, oh, I got all these specials, boo boo. I got all these specials, and I'm the first one to have these, and I got the most, boo boo. Nigga, they, nigga, all your fans. I can ask all your fans, and they couldn't name me fucking. They can't name me four of your specials, let alone four fire specials. You know what I'm saying? He killed. See, that was see. That's a that's a that's an unfair fight though. Like she and the, and the thing is, I have zero sympathy for her. Because my thing is, like, it's just like when you got somebody who just running their mouth without doing homework. Like what she did was was more was was more. You know what I'm saying poor journal journalism than it was not being a good comedian. I've never even seen her in a comedy setting and know whether or not she's funny in that. But you have some a guest on your show that that didn't wasn't even there to be uh, on your show. He was just there hanging with. Red Grant and showing support for whatever they was doing at the time, and y'all begged them to get on because y'all thought y'all was gonna take a couple shots and it'd be like a maybe a viral clip of you cracking a joke or two on them, and that shit backfired bad on her, backfired bad because you gotta think, cat ain't deaf. That nigga hears shit people be talking about him left and right, so he always he he he's a he's a perfect he's a professional comedian. He's sitting on. On snaps, he's sitting on shit. On top of being great at what he do, he could come up with shit off the top of his head. So it's like, all right, like. <laughs> but she set herself up. The nigga asked her, "What do you cook for your kids?" And the and she said, "Broccoli." <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> broccoli? Bitch, you might as well be making hot dogs. <laughs> that's that's tough. Pot water, broccoli, <laughs> heat 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 to soften. <laughs> Oh my God! Then she, man, she was like, he was like, yeah, you've been. He's like, he just, he just read her, bro. And it was, it was like after you just knew it was gonna get bad, and you just felt bad, and you just wished like, yo. But the thing about comedians is like, once you started, it didn't matter if she shut the fuck up or not because it's like, yo, she could have been quiet, and he still would have been like, alright you gonna hey, take this with you too, take that joke with you too. <laughs> I make a mean rice. <laughs> Shit. My old is a noodle game, though. My old is a noodle game. Shit. I be putting the hot sauce, sweet sauce, and all kinds of shit in my, in my old is noodles, though. <laughs> but, nah, the thing about... But they get back to what you said about, like, a comedy versus... Like, I don't know if they would do it. Because you really only... The only person that could benefit from it would be Kai Williams. Kevin would benefit from that. Like, unless they was only going off of, just like with Versus, like with Versus has been, like material you've already done. It, if it had to be, like, a, like if you were comparing set jokes from, uh, from your specials, like, that would be a difficult thing. That would be a difficult thing. If I was to if I was to put Lavelle again, obviously I think I would put Lavelle versus Bruce Bruce as far as uh, materials that they would have on on stage. But if they just cracking jokes, I'll put Bruce Bruce against Lavelle. Shit, that would be a, that would be a good one. 
I will put uh I would definitely put Monique and and uh some more head to head. That that was funny. When they was just joning on each other. Mr. Brown was Mr. Brown he he had a couple, but he he knew. See, he knew and so did Lavelle. They both knew the level of funny and like like how real it could get. So he wasn't going Lavelle wasn't gonna do that, man. He just stuck to just talking about his outfit that he had on. He could've he could have went in. You know what I'm saying? That's as a as a person who has friends that are stand up comedians, you just know, like I you feel bad for when people like try to get one in. Like they trying to crack one joke and, and shit and think it's like ah, I got that one joke and they get to live off that one joke they had against an actual comedian or somebody who say they do it. And then you find out, then you find out you in a bad place. <laughs> you in a real bad place. <laughs> so, uh, we already have SWV went against Escape. And both of those uh, female groups came out around the same time. Uh, you had Jagged Edge and 112. Jagged and one twelve both that that fit it made sense, but when you when you're trying to find these groups to compare, like people are trying to you know say oh uh, they're trying to find a group to go against Jodeci. I mean it's not Jodeci, a, a group to go against uh, go against Drew Hill. Uh, damn, the fact is <laughs> you caught you said that uh, that dude's comedy career. No no no, it was uh, Doug Williams. Light skinned dude. <laughs> oh, do you have any jokes for Emmett? <laughs> that was a classic one too. Uh so so here's the thing. You can't put anybody against Jodeci but Boys of Men. Like no other R and B group makes sense. You would have to be Jodeci versus Boys of Men because if you were breathing air in the in the 90s, you knew who the two top dogs were. Those were the two. You know what I'm saying? Those were the two. So, if I'm putting... If Jagged Edge and 112 have already went at it, and you got to put Jodeci versus Boyz II Men, the question is, who do you put against Drew Hill? The answer is Blackstreet. Drew Hill versus Blackstreet. That's the answer. I would want to see Drew Hill versus Blackstreet. Don, you ain't doing. They don't want to hear me talk to myself. I talk to a screen man. Get your ass on here for a second. What you doing? You ain't butt naked, is you? Of course not. You probably got a hat on. What? Don ain't got no hat on. <laughs> Don used to keep a nice hat on. Yeah, I took it off. You know, it's, it's I'm in the house, man. I'm What's done. up? What's up, OG? Everything's cool, man. Oh, good, good, good. Nah, but like I said, uh, uh, you can't put anybody versus. You have to have Joe to see and 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 one and uh and and boys the men that because they they pair they be they could join at the hip. There's no no way around that. I don't know. Joe to see and Drew Hill are more similar, man. Yeah, style. but they they similar in style, but there's no other than Cisco sounding like, other than Cisco reminding. I ain't gonna say sounding like, but reminding you of 
Casey of of KC, like they don't fit to me. They because, got about the same amount of uh, records um, out, you know, discography, discography no, or whatever. I think I think a lot of them. I think I think a lot of them have uh, a good enough amount of hits, but I think as far as the time, Jodeci and and Jodeci and Boys and Men, I want to say came out within the same year of each other. They came out without within the same year, whereas Drew Hill came in. Or, you know what I'm saying that they, they, I guess they they formed in '95. And their first record dropped in either late '95 or early '96 with the Tell Me record. But they I had like what three good records, right? Who that? I know Jodeci had like three albums. Yeah, but but you, you think when you think about Jodeci, Drew Hill, Drew Hill you, had about three albums, right? Right, but when you think about when you when you when you having these battles, when you got Drew Hill, you're gonna have the Cisco solo work. Uh, when you have Jodeci, you're gonna have the KC and JoJo work. You're gonna have right. those because because you my thing is this, this is why you gotta have them. Because part of part of this format is to shed light and show love and appreciation and give guys their roses. You're not gonna have a separate versus battle for JoJo and KC so they can do all my life and uh and all the records off that love always album. So you have to include that. Plus, then you get it you get a chance to add them doing the lately uh the lately rendition of Stevie Wonder, which was a with Martin, which one of my mate? <laughs> you said the Martin joint. <laughs> with the, Martin uh, on that. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, you gotta have the lately. You gotta let you gotta have KC doing. Uh, if you think you're lonely now, that was a man. Those are two great renditions. I love a good rendition. You yeah. know, I love I love a great rendition. I, I love I love it when there's a song that I hadn't heard before, and then one of my favorite artists sing it and made me go. And f- Find out again. Oh damn, this is a remake, yeah, and then, then I then I grow more appreciation for a group that came before them, like for yeah, instance, like, like like Lauren Hill. Well, yeah, like Lauren Hill with uh, "Killing Me Softly" and Roberta yeah. Flack. Yeah, even like that one for a different was a different thing because I I know about that song because I I've always been like a big 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 Donny Hathaway fan, so yeah. so I knew about obviously that was a that was a smash beforehand. Uh, but yeah, Lauren Hill did a great job uh, making that. Uh, Mary J. Blige is known for remaking some of the. She actually made like like going down and, and and stuff like that. Those songs were. I don't know. I don't know how big they were when they first came out to that, that uh that audience like the generation before me. Oh, that shit was already big, Joe. It was. It wasn't. That was. That was already big, Joe. When she did the job. Yes. Though. So so imagine. So imagine. To have an artist make a record even bigger—that's crazy. I, like I, I had, uh, I think it was. You know, she took some Isaac Hayes shit, Joe. She probably did too. She probably—I mean, hey, they got paid for, so it's all good. Yeah. Long as they cutting checks to to, to, to do it. I don't know because they had made um have a law passed so they could get paid. Because mm. at one point, rapping all them, they was just taking anything and everything back in the eighties and stuff. Yeah. So I'm not sure when they if they um actually had that <clears> law. Find in where you have to pay somebody for sampling somebody's stuff. Cause yeah. Buffy, my yeah. God, hey, <laughs> hello, hey. Dude, Dre too. Dre yeah. and Puff, Dre and Puffy was known for taking a record and and yeah, yeah. Dre took some Ohio players joint. Huh? They took a lot of people's shit. I know, but it's like one specific joint I remember. I listened to. I'm like, oh, I heard this before, and it took me 
it was like a year ago when I listened to it. It was Ohio players joined. Like, hold up, hey, this is NWA joined. I went back and found them. Like, wow, yeah. And they didn't change nothing, Joe. <laughs> when, when, who was it? It was a what? What? Oh, growing when I was, I think I was like eight or nine when Troop first came out. It might yeah. have been eight. When Troop came out, because that was like that was like right at the end of the eighties, going in the nineties, and they dropped the. Uh, all I do is think. All I do is think of you. Growing Jackson up, 5. but growing growing up, we I just had thought, no idea. I didn't know that that was a Jackson Five song. Like yeah, I needed it out. Like <laughs> like I was only I only had the big records from Jackson Five, and now I mean I don't know how big that was then, but it wasn't big enough to be on my radar as a kid. Yeah. So I didn't find out that that was a Jackson Five song until somebody remade, like Puffy had some uh some young uh light skinned group of kids and they remade Troops record or so I thought they did. Come <laughs> to find come to find out they didn't remake Troops they remade Mike uh Jackson Five, and that yeah. was terrible version but nonetheless <laughs> nonetheless <laughs> like oh, Puffy like, she... <laughs> like genuine kind of new Prince joint. <laughs> mm. That wasn't a bad. I, that wasn't a no, bad it was rendition. It, was it wasn't horrible. a bad rendition. It was horrible. It was horrible. Nah. Oh, you, you know what? The beautiful ones. You know what? Huh? Are you serious? I think it was the beautiful ones. No, 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 no. I was that one. I wasn't. I wasn't talking about that one. I was talking about uh, Dove's cry when he his, his Dove's cry rendition. You sure he did? Oh my God! You Is didn't know that? Least, no, I've never heard that. You I don't didn't. even want to hear. I you don't didn't. even want to hear. No, you didn't. Don't, we're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to look for that. You know what? If he did that, George, he needs, he's embarrassing. He's already embarrassed himself with, with the, uh, the other joint. But you, with Dove's cry? No. No, no. Oh no you, you, I think, I think you, you probably like, like, like six or seven years uh, ahead of me. But I, I, I always know that you are like the biggest, well, you, you and uh, uh, an old mentor of mine, you know, Matt. Like the, the two, the two biggest Prince fans I know. The two biggest Prince fans I know. So nothing, nothing, nothing ill can be said about Prince to you. But here's the thing: wrong. I am very uh, unbiased. Mm. Prince makes bullshit. Joe. Mm. I had I had every Prince album, dude, and I'm like, this is some shit. I can't fuck with this. And it's like he was putting out. Killer material for a whole album and give you like one hit, Joe. So I'm like, this is trash. I love Prince to death. Obviously, not as much as you, but I hate when they when people always they only compare Prince to one person. Who, Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson, and it's so un, it's unfair to both unfair. of them. Unfair, yeah. It's unfair to to Mike because. People going, people who are pro Prince are going to talk about how how involved Prince was in his music. He he played the instruments, he did the writing, he did all of those things. He did it, everything. Whereas 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 even 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 if he did all that, he still wasn't the hit maker that Mike was. Mike made hits. Mike made mega hits, smashes. Quincy Jones too. None regardless. Oh. I mean, <laughs> Mike. That's that's part of Mike being smart because Mike came in. I mean, it wasn't Mike came in under Barry Gordy in Motown, yeah. so he had access to a lot. all the greats. 
and especially exactly. Smokey and like him and him is he had a, his relationship with Stevie. Come on, mm-hmm. like he he was plugged in. So yeah. so Prince, he had none of that. So but he like, but could Prince ninety four East who ninety four East but who Prince but who <laughs> Prince is could he really have that stuff? No, he was too narcissistic to have it. Prince was too. Now nah, I want to do it this way, and he didn't want. He he wanted to do it his way, a hundred percent of the way. Because, and I respect that. It's like, yo, if you if if you gonna fail or succeed, you want to do it on your own merit. You don't want to sit back. You don't want to be one of those artists where it's like you got flopped albums sitting on the shelf, and it's at the hands of some some label because oh, I thought this single should have been this or this single. Nah, Prince was like, nah, this is how I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it like this. And I respect that. I said, but what, the, uh, I, what was that so, uh, that song that they did? Uh, we all the world, mm. and Chris wasn't on the joint because you know what? I I write, I write my own joint, and that's when he did the um, uh, sign of the time joint. That's what that was. That was a that was a to, that was an answer to to we are who are, we are the world. The the one song he was talking about, um, sign yeah, sign of the time, the song he did all that shit in one day. Prince should have got the a whole Prince, song. Prince should have been in we are the world. The lyrics, the music, the instrument, the pr- everything in one day of a one newspaper article he found, Joe. You know what? I'm going to have to listen to We Are The World again. I loved that song when I was growing up. Just hearing all those those artists, when I thought that was dope. That's why, to be honest with you, one of my favorite songs of all time is You Will Know by uh, Black Men United. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Every time I hear it, goosebumps. To hear yeah, all those. Special, yeah. yeah. All those that, black men stand up singing that joint. Yeah, that that's that song. Like you know Arsenio Hall, huh? Did, didn't they do a big deal on Arsenio Hall or something like that back in the day? They might come on. They did. They they Arsenio <laughs> did everything. Yeah, especially when he was Chucky A. You remember Chucky A? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Way back to that joint, man. Chucky A. So let me ask you this, because if when they talk about Mike, instead of comparing a Mike to Prince, they'll say, okay, what was the better album, uh, Thriller or Off the Wall? And I feel like, yo, that's that's disrespectful because, off the wall, because because when you say Thriller or Off the Wall, that's saying that Bad don't deserve to get recognized. And I think Bad is right there with those albums. Yeah. Yeah. But so... It's so, so so and, and you say what? Invincible ain't. Oh, not bro. Well, that's okay. That, that ain't fair. That ain't fair. But blood Danforth. You remember Blood and Danforth mean, came out when we were working at Sam Goody Joe? Of course. It. I mean, it, it didn't. It didn't sell. It didn't sell. What else? But it. But it's so. It's so. Just not here. What? Uh, cross country. But, cross, cross the water. Yeah. Yeah. So people say off the wall. And I and I understand, but I I think if I had to choose between the two, I'm definitely going to choose Thriller. Thriller was a I loved I like Thriller more than I like Off the Wall. But I think because of when I grew up, Bad was my Bad yo Bad was the shit. Bad yeah. was the shit. I mean, you talking about I mean like I'm sorry if you if you listen to this right now. Close in on me. You know what I'm saying? Get the hat in and everything. Bad is Michael Jackson's greatest album. Period. Okay. 
Bad is. Okay. Bad. Bad. Smooth criminal. Dirty Diana. Man in the mirror. The way you make me feel. Liberian girl. Man, stop playing with me. Stop. Play, stop. Who had the better bad? Between Michael Jackson and LL Cool J. What? <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson. But here's the thing. Even even though even though Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad are his three best albums, to me, my favorite Michael Jackson record is not on those albums. Remember the time is my favorite Michael Jackson's record of all time. When that song comes on, yes, that's my favorite Michael Jackson song. When that song comes on, it, 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 that, that's that's my shit. When you know it, do 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 do. Do you remember? What? That is my shit, though. Man, being assisted, do 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 do. I love that joint, man. That's a great song. It's a great, and that's why I said, like, I'm not mad if somebody says "Off the Wall" or "Thriller" because the music on there is crazy. Yeah. So, so this is another why I say it's unfair to compare Mike and Prince because if I ask you what's Prince' best album. The, if I ask a hundred people, people if I ask a hundred people, ninety ninety will say purple. Rain. The 90th percentile gonna say purple rain. Does he have an album as a as a a big Prince fan? I'm gonna ask you. Does he have an album that can compete with purple rain? Sign of the Times is kind of up there. Um, my actual favorite Prince joint. Came out in like two thousand one. Don't say that fucking. Don't say that fucking. Uh, what's the name of that fucking album that Prince came out with? Wait, what's the name of it? Rainbow Children. Oh no no no, not that one, not that one. The album they dropped after that, which is called One Night Alone. No no no, Live. I'm talking. I'm talking about the one where it's like it looked like it's like it's a it's like a lot of a a lot of that's like. Colors on his what's it fucking romancipation or fuck something emancipation like not emancipation music music musication or some shit like that musicology no trash man trash. his fans trash. treated that album like it was gold two or three songs in that joint oh two or three that's it it was trash I said it then I'll say it now it was trash Joe. Filler album, Joe. This is like that old hip hop joint you bought back in the day for like one, two songs, and the rest was trash. This is like Tim Dog, all right. <laughs> What's your top five Prince records? Records, damn. Songs, records, <laughs> songs, Prince songs. Okay, I, my all the top time, of your head. My all time favorite Prince song. And you don't have to put them in order. Just give me your top five. Listen, I'm telling you, my all-time favorite joint is one joint that most people have never even heard. It's on the One Night Alone album, okay. live, where he did three discs, and it was um, two concerts. Basically, he took 
the way he got his his shit set up with his um, recordings and all that, it sounded like it was all one concert, but it was actually from different cities all across America. Okay. And the first one was in D.C. Hmm. And this was this he released this right after the Rainbow Children album. And my favorite joint was two disc was concert and the third disc was a club show. The first song in that club show was um, uh, Joy Repetition Live. Dude, that is the single best performance I've ever heard from Prince. And in all of my music that I know, that I love, that I've listened to in my entire life, this one song is top three in everything I've heard. This joint ranks up with Machine Gun by Jimi Hendrix and Maggot Brain by the Funkadelic. You're talking about, dude, the first time I played it on, on my Iowa stereo mm-hmm. in the house, <laughs> I stood in front of the stereo for about an hour and 10 minutes, and it's like an 11-minute song. I just listened to it the first time like, oh, my God, and I just repeated the joint, and I was stuck. The drum was so funky, so smooth, and then he went way out there and brought that joint back twice. Smooth, bro. My favorite Prince record is obviously going to be, it's obviously one of his more popular records. Purple Rain is not my favorite Prince record. Okay. I love Purple Rain, but it's not my favorite Prince record. Growing up, my favorite Prince record was... Kiss. That I love. I love Kiss. That's my fucking record. It's your favorite song. Yeah, well, song from Prince. My favorite song. My favorite song. My yeah, I gotta remember because they actually had records with a whole were whole album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My favorite song from Prince when I was younger was Kiss. But you remember you remember that when Kevin, when Tevin Cam, Tevin Campbell came in the game on the Quincy Jones, yeah. So Quincy Prince did. Found him first. So Quince, so, huh? Prince found him first. Oh, he, did he? I didn't know that, but I, I know he was connected yeah. to him. So when Prince, when 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 he when he you show up because when his yeah. first song was with Quincy, his first song was with Quincy, and then he started working with Prince because of uh, Graffiti Bridge. And then, because he did the single, he had Tevin Campbell do the single Round and Round. I love that song, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but. Matter of fact, that song's on Graffiti Bridge. Yeah. Um, one Night Alone. Not the One Night Alone, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Joy and Repetition. The original is on that on, is on that album. The song you were talking about? Yeah. But it's, it's okay. live on this other joint is like way better, Joe. And I remember. <laughs> Prince Prince sucked, by the way, the movie sucked. By the way, I know this. Terrible. Uh, Prince, <laughs> Prince wrote a song for Tevin Campbell, Joe. Round and round. No, no, no. We're talking one? about he wrote a song that was one of Tevin Campbell's biggest hits, and then Prince did it, and you never. Oh, heard it. I ain't get, I ain't get that. Let me get there. <laughs> I'm about to tell you my favorite Prince record. Oh, my favorite, my favorite Prince song. My favorite Prince song. <laughs> Because Tevin Campbell, you said he Prince discovered him, cool. But but Quincy, you know what I'm saying, had him on the you know what I'm saying 
He put him uh, out tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. He had a, he had him yeah. sing. He was the lead single tomorrow on on that album, and on his first album, Quincy did a lot of production. But his second album, his his Here I Am album, you know what I'm saying the Tevin Campbell yeah. uh, I'm Ready album, he had a lot of records from Babyface. But one song, at least, well, Prince wrote a couple. I think Prince got like four records on it. But one song was probably, I think it was the last single off of the album. Was shh. Yeah, break it down. Prince did that motherfucker live. That is my favorite Prince song. He did that shit on the Gold Experience, Joe. Prince, yes, that's (laughs) off the Gold Experience. Prince, yeah. (laughs) Should have. I'm I'm so glad that, that they didn't give that song. Like proper recognition, because it would have diminished what Kevin Tevin Campbell did to that song. I'm glad that a lot of people don't know Prince's version, yeah. because because you can tell the difference between some 17 year old, I'm saying at the time, DL black kid singing shh versus of a. a, a, a Prince is like singing in the NFL, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this Nick, is it. that was his high what, school tape, dude. <laughs> and, and and you can sort of tell that Prince he did that on purpose. Him. You can tell that he when he, I mean, because he could have had Tevin do all of that on the song. Tevin got the vocals to do it, but he ain't got the the mochismo. He ain't got the mochismo yeah. to give you all that 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 sultry, all that extra. You know what I'm saying? That Prince put on it. And I was like, when I first heard that shit, I was like, hey, hey, why? Because one, one of the things I love, one of the things I love, I love when a songwriter records a song that he wrote for someone else. Like, I love, like, I, like I'll be on YouTube now uh, looking for, like, song. Like, I love going to see when Babyface sings a song he wrote for somebody. I love going to see when Tank sings a song that he wrote for somebody, and it, it is, that's how I've always I love to hear how they saw their song being sang before you know the artist got into it and before the record labels and all that shit got to it. I want to hear how your vision of the song. So to hear Prince's version of that song, I love Jungle, Jungle Love. Love. I love Jungle, Jungle Love. Prince, Prince did it too. Oh yeah, I know Prince, that. Oh, oh Prince. Oh, I got an album. I got a uh, CD where he, where he has his version of it. Um, Dude, see, see, now I'm gonna have to go hear it. See, yeah, because I, cause I love, I love Morris Day. Yeah, and I think he had something to do with um that uh, seven 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 nine three eleven joint too, man. I'm pretty sure Prince had his hands on that joint, yo, because that shit is classic, Joe. That's a that's a slept on joint. Only people from our era know about it. People grew up in like the the nineties and in two thousand have no clue what about seven 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 nine three eleven, Joe. That shit right there, Joe. That beat, man, ain't nothing like that, Joe. Yeah, that that Bama there, man. Prince was, he was a writing dude. He wrote for a lot of people, like R. Kelly wrote for a lot of people. So that, I'm glad you brought R. Kelly up. No, no, we, no, 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 gotta go there. No, no, no. I'm just, 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 we're not gonna, we're not gonna, uh, we're not, we're not gonna talk. I just ask you, where's your position as far as? Enjoying his music now, never have. Really, Dude, I was done with him. My favorite, the album that I liked was his first joint, 
no, second one, Twelve Play. Twelve Play was was bomb, and then he came out with a song called "You Remind Me of My Jeep," and I think that album also had a song about um, "Let's Go Half on a Baby." I'm like, no, 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 that that was that was the next album, dude. When you write songs like this, "Let's Go Half on a Baby," I'm like, dude, who who thinks of dumb shit like this? Or, or you remind me of my Jeep. I'm like, dude, these lyrics are stupid. And I knew something was up with that dude then. And it's like, I, he was like supposedly messing with a, a Leah or married her. I'm like, the rumor was out there. I'm like, something, this dude is off. And I lost I mean, him right there. I was, I was done with him then. Bro. This was the 90s. Okay. And, well, they, and he so, came out with a couple, he had some hits. That step in the name of love. Um, I, I believe I can fly. That That's, that's great, Joe. I'm refilling my, refilling my cup. Last bit of the Tito's. Man, it's it's tough because when people, when we talk, like, it's hard for me to talk R&B and be an 80s baby and act like R. Kelly didn't have a foothold on R&B. Like, people... Yeah, he did, though. People run around and let Bobby Brown talk about he was the king of R&B, and it it was cute. It was a cute thing to say, but nobody in their right mind. Before R. Kelly came around? He was like the king of R&B, but he wasn't. And the, and the he had one. Bobby Brown, and he I'm a big right. Bobby Brown fan. He, he, he Bobby he Brown right. had he had one hit, album hit. of yeah, hits, hit. a couple hits. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's why you're right, right. He's the king of R&B, rolling blunts, rocks and blunts. <laughs> <laughs> so as a, it's it's difficult for me because I still love R. Kelly's music. But the problem is, a lot of times I'm I'm in settings where I'm not playing music for myself, and I don't, you know, as you out of respect, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ever force somebody to to because I don't when I'm out in public like at work or shit like that I play edited music, so even if I'm playing rap I'm playing the radio versions mm-hmm. because I'm cognizant of everybody surrounding, so I'm not gonna play R. Kelly music because some people. Like act like they don't think his like they want to treat it as if his contribution to the to R and B and to music itself like like they're trying to you can't erase a man off the fucking like you can't erase his his impact. Sorry, I, and I think and I think part of the problem is because he was so great. That's why people hate him so much. I think because of he was so big to people that it's like. We're we're going to we're we're going this. It's be one thing if you were. Do I want to see him? Do you want to see him go to jail or or pay for his his crimes or whatever? Of course. But O.J. Simpson, people think people believe O.J. Simpson killed. You know I'm saying his his wife and 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 her her lover, but that ain't stop people from going and watching fucking USC highlights and watching him run for the Bills and in the, the NFL. Didn't you know what I'm saying isn't wiping his numbers out the out the books like his numbers are still there. You can go; he's still in the Hall of Fame. You can still see the numbers that OJ Simpson put up. You can. So I'm not. I'm not. I don't understand why people want to. You know, treat it like yo, Honey Love and Slow Jam. I mean Slow Dance. Yeah. Those are smash records that Robert Sylvester Kelly brought to the world. You gotta. You gotta. I know you, I know it's hard to set people, but you gotta let it happen. That was his first two joints. I mean, 
there's a there's a there's a there's a a, a, a mega star that passed away a long time ago that married a 12-year-old woman. There was no annulment. He married a 12-year-old woman. Uh, excuse me, a 12-year-old girl. Come on, Elvis. Oh, I ain't saying no name. I'm just saying. You can say but his I name. Still, but I still hear, uh, like, a hound dog. I still hear yeah. that shit. I still hear it. You know what I'm saying? Cosby Show. For it. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they, that shit plays in movies and all kinds of shit. Yeah. If some people like uh, the guy, if if you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight. He's horrible. Uh, That's all. He's he's horrible. Fucked up individual, Joe. Bobby Bobby Womack. Fucked up individual. He's a. They should make a movie about him. That shit will probably fly off the fucking shelves. That dude was fucking horrible. He'd be a fucking horrible. He was a shitty human, Joe. Valencia to make some good sticks, man. He went Mason. He wife somebody's um nigga died. He went got married within like a month or two. Hmm. Like, damn, dude. What the fuck out of shit is that? Didn't he marry his his ex wife's daughter, some shit like that? Damn. He was <laughs> he was doing some shit like that, like he was dating his I think he was fucking her, some shit like that. But I remember he he had he had it was some guy, another artist who was out there who was doing his thing and it was buddies and shit. And as soon as he died, hmm. he was getting married. <laughs> like, damn, dude. He was probably fucking the watch while he was living. Yeah, man. He was a, I mean, a crazy human being. Woody, Woody Allen married his adopted daughter. Yeah. I mean, I it's never watched any fucking this, Woody man. Allen movies in the first place. It's as simple as this, man. I, I never watched Woody Allen movies in the first place. <laughs> Listen, I like all. I like I like a, a wide range of comedy, but I used to watch these shits like, this shit is just fucking corny to me. Woody Allen just make corny ass movies to me. White humor, too, and black humor is two different things. Too. Vastly different things. Uh, some people can go both ways. I mean, like, like you can listen to, like Bill Burr, and you fucking no. die laughing, Joe. Bill Burr's funny he, as fuck. He's in my top ten of all time. Dude, did you, did you? I know you've heard he, the, the Philly rant. Of all time. The Philly rant. What's what's the Philly rant? You, you haven't heard the Philly rant by Bill Burr. I've probably seen. Is it a special his or just something? Just something that he's oh able to. Oh my god, dude! This Bama was in Philadelphia, and they started. And he went yeah. on. Yeah, I did. I did yeah. see that. I, dude, I never that thought. Was, I never thought about the Philly rant, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude. That was my intro. Um, a friend of mine, I was in Chicago. He he said, "You gotta hear this. You gotta hear this." And I listened to the shit. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I just was dying laughing. This dude, was, and I got seven minutes. So I'm giving you all seven minutes. <laughs> you, suck. you all suck. The rain, the flyers suck. They're gay pansy. He, he, the, the Phillies ain't winning shit. The 76ers ain't shit. You're sorry, fucking Eagles. Everything. He killed the whole town, dude. You got a statue of a, a man that don't even exist, but Joe Frazier's from here. Fuck all of you. <laughs> his his accent makes it go even more, though. His accent makes it go even more. Have you seen that show, F is for Family? Mm. All four seasons, of course. <laughs> it, like his, his, 
he's the he's one stand up comedian I can say that's that's at least breathing. I can't speak on the ones that's not breathing, but at least the ones that's breathing. He's the one stand up comedian I can say that he hasn't he ain't missed on none of his specials, none. Yeah. And he's so he's so what I like about him is he's actually one of those he has material that he could actually like mix it and match it and you won't even know which one it's from because it's all good. Like George Oops. Carlin. He's so fucking funny. He has one he had and it, and the thing about it, I like I like a fart joke. I I like all the I like all types of jokes. I like intellectual comedy and he he, he simplifies uh moronic behavior. <laughs> in, in a beautiful way, right? Yeah. Another good description of it. I love when he does that. Like he, it was, but it was just, it was something that he was talking about. It was, I can't remember the special. It might have been not. It, it might not have been. Uh, I think he called this one Paper Tigers. His last one. Like, it might have been the one before that one. But he was talking about uh, a dog. He had a dog, and he was talking about how he, uh, like the way people breed dogs and shit like that. And he was just talking about. It's it like damn. This is the I don't remember the joke, but I just remember the gist of it is just talking about how he like like damn this he's talking real shit, but he's funny, like yeah. to that that gift of of towing the line of be like actually talking about some real shit, but having people fucking bust gut funny like like there's like, only a handful the guy who tried to kill himself jumping on a plane. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It survived. <laughs> Dude, that is like the worst, the scariest thing in the world. Like you think you you go and say, "Fuck it, I'm done. I'm killing myself," and and you try to kill, and you fucking don't. You can't do like, it. You can't like, even. You you such a fuck up. You can't even kill yourself. Yeah, man. That's sad. That's a sad. That's a sad joke. That's a sad. Yo, that's a sad state of living afterwards, yo. Yeah, that's a sad fucking joke, man. That's a sad fucking joke. <laughs> Who's your number two favorite comedian of all time, Jess? Eddie Murphy. I'm guess, okay, because I'm going to guess to say Richard Pryor number one, right? No. Richard Pryor ain't number one? He's not my number one. Wow. But but we actually talked about that on – we actually talked about that season one, and I explained why some of the comedians of the past weren't in my top – well, they wouldn't place where – Older, you know what I'm saying, older uh, individuals will place them because you experience more. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I grew up, Eddie Murphy was the funniest Eddie motherfucker. Eddie Murphy was the funniest motherfucker. Like, not just his stand up, but, like, he was the funniest motherfucker. Like, his movies, movies. his stand up, everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dave Chappelle is my favorite comedian of all time. And it, the thing about it is, People are like gravitating towards him now and elevating him now. Dave Chappelle jumped up. Dave Chappelle was killing me soft is one of my favorite stand up specials of all time. And that's before he was the political version of Dave Chappelle. He was actually telling great, like, he was still telling great jokes without, he wasn't as, as, as deep. Like, he, he can be, he can give you. Funny shallow and give you funny deep, and not all comedians can do that. You know, not all not all comedians can control an audience like that. Uh, 
so my my three favorites are Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, Bernie Mac. That's my top three. Martin is my number four. And I can't remember off the top of my head who I said was my number five. But I I know my top I remember my top ten and Richard was my number nine. And the reason and the reason I listen, the reason I said it, I said I have no doubt in my mind that if I were even five years older. Richard would be my my number one comedian of all time because I would have experienced a lot more of them. But I also you said, you I al- yeah, I also said that if Robin Harris had lived ten years longer, he'd be mm-hmm. in my top five because okay. I, it's because of some, the way those guys just the presence of like dude, these guys the the guys that could come off. And the, as soon as they open their mouth, you just, you just, you done. Bernie Mac could do that. Bernie, as soon as Bernie, Bernie Mac could say anything, mm-hmm. he could literally say, he can say what? And people, like, he can say one word and people just start laughing. Like, the ability, the timing, the, the, the cadence, the, the, just, the way they do it is just, it just takes it to another level for me. Uh, I think, Martin, obviously, because of the Martin, the Martin show, uh, he gave me my introduction to Def Comedy Jam because, you know, I wasn't supposed to watch that shit when I was younger. But I I got the <laughs> – because Martin was from the area, we went – like, he went to the same elementary school as me. You know what I'm saying? He went to the same elementary school as me. You know what I'm saying? We had the same math teacher. Like, everybody, we thought we could be Martin Lawrence. Like, we thought we could, we thought we could achieve <laughs> – if we worked hard enough and was funny enough – we could be Martin. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, I think, I think my I, I, Chris Rock is in my top ten. Jamie Foxx is in my top ten. Bill Burr is in my top ten. DL Hughley's in my top ten. And I and I get I get I think out of all the people that's in my top ten. DL Hughley's probably the one I got the most pushback for because a lot of people my age and younger. They 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 like him, but they aren't crazy about him. But he's he's always been fucking hilarious to me because I love that political that political comedy. Uh, that's why I like George Carlin. George Carlin was able to like George Carlin was just like the social commentary that he would get the way he reads moronic Dude, behavior. George Carlin was my number two all time behind Richard Pryor. And I understand that. I can believe that. Carlin knows he knew every word in the dictionary, and he would talk to you and tell you what you were thinking, and use big words, and you would know exactly what he meant <laughs> by blending all this shit together. Mm-hmm. And he did a, a special. It wasn't even a special. He did it. Uh, it's a, a national press conference they have for people in Congress, and. I think it was oh, I forgot what the, I forgot what they called the joint, but this Bama went up there in front of all the congressmen and all that shit, right, and told them what they do, use the words that they use, mm. and explain how they don't ever do shit <laughs> in their face, dude. Oh my God, that was like the 
funniest thing I heard, Joe, that how he talks about, you know, God or lack of um, religion, everything. He just knew everything. He was like so highly intelligent. And that dude was, my God, he was funny as fuck, Joe. He's my number two. I got Eddie at three. Um, you're sleeping on Robin Williams. You know Robin what? Williams, man, Robin I'm Williams not, was so funny, Joe. I will, I will accept that for the sheer fact that I've never seen Robin Williams do stand up. Dude, you got think about, you got think about Johnny Carson. I would stay up to watch Johnny Carson. You got to think and about he it. He was on that joint and do every time he, it didn't take much. How do you? I was dying laughing. Joe. How do you? As a kid, I'm, I'm 46. So that puts you, that puts you seven years. So, no, no, no. When I started watching the Tonight Show, Johnny Carson was on the way out. Yeah. So, my, so, so, so my, my relationship with the Tonight Show was Jay Leno. Yeah. So a I lot did. of the, a lot of a lot of times when I saw Johnny Carson, there were like reruns. Yeah. Dude, every time but, I've seen him on any TV show, on anything. Oh no no no! Drop dead funny. If I had if if I had if I if and I think I might do that as well. I think we might do that for the show. Or uh, who are my favorite like comedic actors? I'm saying all encompassing. Robin Williams yeah. would definitely definitely be on the. He would definitely be on my list. Absolutely. I actually, I did a top 25 of my stand-up comedians and said, yo, I, I want to do a top 50. And I said, I could, yeah, I said I can do it. I asked people about it. I had people who said they can't name 25. They said, they said, it, I have people who said they, they couldn't name 25. I'm like, yo, how can't you name 25 fucking stand-up comedians? People don't, people sleep on Red Fox, man. Oh, he's, Red Fox is I, I have Red Fox. He's definitely he's in my top he's in my top twenty. I can't remember exactly where I had him placed. And I, he's another one I said that I said that if I got to, if I lived in that time, I would have Red Fox ahead of uh, Richard Pryor. And I said the reason why is because I know Red from Sanford and Son. It's like yeah. one of my that's that's like one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I used to watch that shit all the time. Like yo, and and when I heard him, and when I heard him, when I heard him on stand up, he was so different from, he was so different from the way comedy was done in the nineties. He was joke after joke after joke after joke. Set you up a little bit, another joke, joke, joke. He he was rapping. He would bring jokes and one liners and one liners. Like he just didn't stop. Yeah, he just didn't stop. And I was and I was like. As an adult, I saw I see how Richard compa- uh made his like he put a like he really put his self. You know what I'm saying, turn a tragedy display. into a comedy. Yeah, he put himself on display, where some people fake put they they fake put themselves in scenarios and tell jokes just to get the joke off. Whereas this nigga Richard, told him it's real life too. Yeah, what's that thing running? What's this running down the street? Oh, that's Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Richard Pryor going to Africa. Oh, when he talked about um, uh, Leon Spinks in the woods. Oh my God, dude! This 
man, I always just stay up and just listen. I, I just take my father's records and listen to some old joints. Like he had, uh, I remember he had like, I think it's called the racetrack with Red Fox. Oh my God. And he was just telling these jokes. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, what was it? What's that um, famous Asian philosopher um, Confucius say? <laughs> he had a thousand Confucius jokes, Joe. And it was like, because he was saying like a uh, uh, Asian um, accent. And it was just, it, he just had a whole bunch of them joints. But yeah. So That's let's see who, who else I had in my top 25. I'm going to run a couple names off to you. And it's in no order because I can't remember exactly where they were. Monique was in my top 25. What? Some more. I love Monique. I love Monique. She doesn't she was, make me laugh, Joe. I respect my that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, she, she, Monique is definitely in my top 25. Um, doesn't make my top she, Matter of fact, I think she, what? She, she might have been number 25. Some more was in my top really? twenty five. And and I think those are the only two females in my top twenty five. Um Whoopi Goldberg is funnier than she is, Jerry. Uh, that's another that's another uh that's another <laughs> if you ask me like overall, whip Whoopi like from what she I'm more connected to Whoopi for what she did in movies. I never really saw what Whoopi do stand up. Wanda um, Sykes is funnier than fucking <laughs> Listen, then, uh, Joe. she don't have the material on, 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 you know say, on camera to show me that she's funny and can hurt. Like, especially her last special. That shit was terrible. God. That shit was terrible. But Monique I, ain't done a stand up by herself, has she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, oh, not, yeah. The, not the Queens of Comedy shit, because that was corny as fuck. Dude. Oh, no, no, no. She got, she got a couple. She got a couple. She got a couple. <laughs> It's slander what you're doing right now. It's slander what you're doing right now. <laughs> you slander her right now. She's garbage. Um, I think, I think this is the first time I got pushed back from 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 uh from Monique and my stand up on my list. And that's like I said, and I said I like yo, this is my favorite. This isn't who I think is the best. These are my favorite. So obviously, that, when you list your favorites, when you your favorite, yeah, not when, and I, and I, when I when I when I put my list down. I definitely try to emphasize my favorites because that's going to be subjective. Placement is going to be subjective. Uh, my cousin's watching this shit. Uh, who, who say what? My cousin's watching this shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> say what's up yeah, to your cousin. Sure. What's up, cousin? Monty is shit. Goddamn it. Um. <laughs> let me see. Who is an, another one? Uh, Aziz Ansari uh, is in my top twenty-five. <laughs> I actually, I got to see him live, man. I got to see him live. Michael Collier, I would love to see Michael Collier live. Oh, yeah. He's in my top twenty-five. Uh, who is another one that? Tommy Davidson, Joe. I wish I, I wish Tommy would would have done a lot of stand up. Did I, you I, see him at that Shag joint, dude? In Phoenix? Oh no, no, no! I, trust me, I love Tommy Davidson, man. I I, I love Tommy Davidson. That was one of the funniest stand-up things I've I've seen, Joe. Bro, to, to be because he he connected to everybody in the crowd in Phoenix because he was talking to the Hispanics, the blacks, the whites, and it, it, he did the whole the uh, Telemundo jokes and all that shit. And you didn't know what the fuck he was talking about? It was I'm gonna laugh shit, Joe. What what I like up what I like about Tommy is if I if you had to take total packages. I don't know that you can name too many 
entertainers on Tommy Davidson's level. The only when when you ask me who I can compare to Tommy Davidson as far as complete entertainers, the only name that comes to my mind is Jamie Foxx. Dave Chappelle. They like they can't like yo. Tommy Davis can can sing. Yeah, and oh, all that shit. All type of shit. Like oh, the yeah. whole package. Like he can do it all. Jamie Foxx is the only other comedian I know who can do what Tommy yeah. does. Mm-hmm. And that's Jamie Foxx is in my top ten. I want to say he he might be number five or six because his I might need security. When I when listen, I watched that like four or five times straight, and just kept bringing people over, and I would watch it with them, like yo, and I would I want to tell them none of the jokes coming, like, like, yo, shit, hell, but uh, uh, Ben Laden been smoking. That's my fucking favorite. Hell, <laughs> he was he's like, my man said he said when his Seven Eleven bit, he's like, say you welcome, welcome to Seven Eleven, man, take your order. <laughs> Hey yo, Jamie, funny as shit. And then he, oh no, when he was on before he did, uh, I might need security. He did uh, uh, the foxhole one. And at the end of his show, he got behind the piano and he started playing the piano. And he was inviting. Uh, he was like talking to the audience. And he had this one girl come up. She was a, she was a bigger girl. She was a bigger girl. And he started singing like food and shit, like. Can I have a hamburger? I'm like, yo, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this, Jamie? Like, and this is this is way before the whole uh, "I'm your conscience." So it's like that shit don't surprise me that he did that because that's what he, man. Jamie Fox is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, Doug Williams was done after that point, Joe. He actually, he's actually low key. Has had a, he's had a, he was never really a big, he wasn't a big mover and shaker as far as he was that, a comic view. He was a comic view uh, comedian, and dude, a lot of comic view comedians aren't. Any momentum he had, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Who Doug Williams hey, played for the Washington Redskins number seventeen? <laughs> what? <laughs> the only Doug Williams you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> he he still interviewed and asked about that shit to this day. I bet <laughs> embarrasses shit still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your conscience. I better wrap it up. I better say something. I say something. Joke. Say something nice about Emmett and wrap that shit up. <laughs> and then them on and he said that Monique petty ass get him Doug get him there ain't no getting him there is no getting him so so here's the thing if I did put Cat Williams on a versus it would be against Jamie because Jamie could do the dozens and go toe to toe with Cat Jamie could do the dozens and go toe to toe with Cat because Jamie used to have Jamie had a podcast on Sirius FM or XM whatever the fuck it is and him him and uh speedy and they would have guests come on and they would cook their ass cook them <laughs> and kevin hart was the only comedian that went on his this that's what that's what i said kevin beforehand who didn't mind going kevin kevin went on there and, and he fucked them up he fucked hmm. them up because jamie when jamie would get in his feelings the only thing he would say is but i'm getting to work though and then kevin was like i'm getting work too jamie don't play with me but it was Bro, that was <laughs> if you haven't heard that back and forth, go 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 listen to Jamie Foxx versus Kevin Hart. That shit is that shit is 
classic. Uh, who another uh, another one that's in my top twenty five? I think if I re-edited this, there's a few people who I might end up bumping out because I, you know, sometimes you miss people. Monique. Sometimes you miss people. You said Monique. Monique. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was number twenty five, so obviously she yeah. might get bumped out. Um, yeah, a lot of weight. Who, shut the fuck. <laughs> Uh, shut the fuck up. Um, what? Uh, uh, what's a guy who was a, a guy who was in my in my top twenty five that people? Uh, someone was like, "Oh, I they didn't know he was funny, or they didn't know he did stand up." Uh, his I don't know why the fuck his name is slipping my mind right now. Uh, but I watch him all the time. He got the he got a fucking huge platform because his podcast is like crazy. Uh, damn. Um, 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 Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan funny as shit, Joe. Joe Rogan <laughs> is, a, is a monster on stage. A monster on stage. Uh, Who's the, the black guy that died a couple years ago? Oh, no, he's yeah. on my list. He's on my list. Patrice is on my list. Yes, yes. That Patrice O'Neill oh, is on my list. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill is on my list. Uh, <laughs> The funny, the funny thing is, I I I talk about this with my friends a lot. Like like my my comedy, my friends who who are big on stand up comedy. I talk about Patrice O'Neill because it's like I didn't know how respected he was in the in the comedy family and how big he was because I'd seen him like I'd seen him here and there. He'd done like some half hour specials. He hadn't done a, a special. I didn't even know he had passed away. And I was running past one of my bootleg DVD guys, and I'm like, I need something. And he's like, he had a, he had uh this uh, and it was supposed to be five dollars. He had a uh, uh, Patrice O'Neill elephant in the room. And I'm like, I didn't know he had that joint, so I got the joint. And I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, yo, dying fucking laughing. I'm like, yo, I'm like, Patrice is about to kill it. And then I found out the month that he was dead. I was like, damn. damn. Damn, I was ready for Patrice to this this light yeah. ass light motherfuckers up. T.K. Kirkland's in my top twenty-five. I thought you were gonna say T.K. Carter. Joe. I'm like, hold up, Jay. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a good supporting actor in in some black uh, '90s sitcoms, but fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. Uh, T.K. T.K. Kirkland's in my top twenty-five, but I can see how. Oh, Sinbad is definitely in my top 25. Sinbad has arguably one of my top five favorite stand-up specials of all time. The one where he was like uh, a cheeseburger and a Coke and a cheeseburger and a Coke and a cheeseburger and a Coke. That special, the one when he was dancing and shit like that and he had the dances. Yo, Sinbad, yo, if I was to, if I were to put a a a, a younger person onto like somebody stand-up that isn't like mainstream now, Sinbad would be the one because I don't think a lot of these young guys know how funny and how big Sinbad used to be. Yeah. It's like they see him on on the fucking Breakfast Club with his hair looking all crazy with that weird shit. And they yeah. just and he had his own TV show. Bro, with, had, and had Chuck Brown had did the soundtrack for that joint. The theme song for that joint. Oh yeah. Uh who another one? I, I gotta I think Who is people... Unbreakable 616. Say that again. Unbreakable 616. Somebody's tuned in here. Hmm. Said, <laughs> said Don was up, sir. I'm like, 
I can't even see who the fuck that is. <laughs> oh, that's one of your bros. Uh, somebody knows me, man. Of course, a lot of people know you, bro. I mean, yeah. listen, in this, especially in this area, you know, a lot of people I know went to Central. You, you was their teacher. <laughs> they know yeah. you from being in the hallways and shit like that, probably. Yeah. Especially went to Central. <laughs> Dude, do you um, know I, I called the uh, radio show like um, it's, it's, it's the Travis Thomas experience on the Team Nine Eighty. Okay. Uh, it from nine to twelve, Monday through Friday. Dude, you talking about you want to just listen and get a good laugh, dude. He said, Every- Mr. Belt, sir. Hold up. You know Mr. Belt? <laughs> uh, Dwayne. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, the Team 980, every day, Monday through Friday, 9 to 12, Travis Thomas experience. Mm. I called it joint maybe three four times a, day, uh, a week, right? And it's um, sports talk. But, dude, we're talking about people with hilarious personalities. I'm Dump Truck Don. That's what they know me as because I would drive a dump truck when I first started calling. That's, that a, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a that's a hell of a name. That's why you got to I got to get you. I told you when I said I got to get you on the podcast. Yeah, and I'm man. glad I got you here tonight. I said I got you to get you on the podcast just because I love that fucking name. Dump truck Dom. Yeah, man, that's, that shit is hilarious. That dude. shit need to be national. You need to be on ESPN giving takes and shit. Dude, I'm Dump not truck Don. <laughs> but we talk about sports and we got guys on there like Rev T who's he's like he sounds like that old Baptist preacher you know, hmm. when he's talking about sports and he actually preaches and they gave him they have an they have background music just for him it's like an old organ and shit and it says her name's Hattie Mae and she wore the organ and dude they play that organ and, and he just be rambling and it's the funniest shit in the world, Joe. Oh my God, you gotta listen to the nine eighty crew, man. Because Reese Waters is a local comedian. You know what? I I, I think I mentioned this to you too. I'm like I I mm-hmm. like Reese. Yeah, you say you know you know Reese from somewhere. Reese, like I feel like I I know Reese from somewhere. Like not on social. I I know him before social media. He went to first out of church at Highland Park. I know he also went to Walker Mill Middle School. I know Reese. And I'm not saying like I know him like we hang out and we we was cool cool, but I met him before he was like, you know what I'm saying as where as established as he is. I yeah. because he actually sent me a friend request, and I'm like I know him from somewhere, but I can't remember fucking where. Yeah. Years later, now it's like he's like Reese, and I'm like, oh, that motherfucker making movies, shit. Salute. Yeah. Salute. He showed from twelve three. Another stand-up comedian on my list that I think, uh, because I I think Bill I think Bill Burr is, I want to call him I want to say he's a household name. He's one of those unknown household names. Like you, when you see him, you know him. But I think there's still a a a, a, a group of people who don't know him. Who don't know him? Uh, what's what's I had uh, what's my guy's name? I said Aziz. Hell no. <laughs> I don't know, and and, I, and I, listen, and I and I'm not say, listen, I'm not saying that like, like he's not funny. I think Jeff Foxworthy is funny. He's not in my top twenty five. Uh, if I think if any of them would have been in my top twenty five, it it would have been uh, like Larry I don't the cable think, guy. Larry the cable guy was is is funnier than him to me. Um, 
it's like I think all those guys in, in that that's that that it's like four of them. Like all of them yeah. are funny. All of them are yeah, funny. They're funny than Monique. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Hey, listen. So you go. Let me. Every five minutes, you gonna check in with a Monique. This. Uh, this. Okay. Cool. 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 Got it. Well, Understood. Um. Well, <laughs> Who another another uh, comedian in my top twenty five that people might overlook? Damn, what's my what's my guy's name? His the, listen, I've been uh, I've been uh, working all day and names be slipping my mind sometimes. What's that, the black guy that's doing like songs and stuff? He was on in the office that show the office. Oh, I love that guy. That's that's my that's my man. Uh, fucking uh, Robinson. Yeah. Craig Rob Definitely. Craig Robson. Craig, yeah. I love Craig. Craig is on one of my favorite TV shows. Craig uh has a spe- a guest spot on uh Brooklyn Nine Nine as as uh as like Jake Peralta's like Dude. worst have enemy slash Have you seen um Vacation Friends? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with uh with Laura Rail and uh, Rail and John Cena. Yo, John yeah, John is making his way. He's he, I, he's saying that the comedy route is his it's his even though he got the uh he got the the suicide squad he got the suicide squad movie under his belt now but that comedy that comedy lane and being like adult comedy from being like the PG WWE guy yeah dude I I my wife had, she said I I, I watched part of his movie I, I think something he would like I was like okay she put that joint on dude I think the neighbors are knocking him on the door. Trying to figure out what the hell I was laughing. What the hell he was watching? Yeah, that movie is funny <laughs> as hell, man. I, yeah, I watched that like a month ago. I watched it like yeah. a month ago. I fuck with that. I fuck with that joint. And what he's you, a, what, what you want? <laughs> the mushroom seizure. What's my fucking? What's my? The <laughs> damn. It's a uh, Indian Indian comedian. I fucking hilarious. Fluffy's in my top twenty five. I, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I fucking love Fluffy. Every time I say him, I scream it. Fluffy! I love Fluffy. But uh, what's that? What's my fucking... He's an Indian comedian. Russell. Fucking Russell. Something Russell. I don't know why I slip in my mind right now. This, this should be happening to me all the time. There's a fucking... I don't be having a list in front of me because I ain't expect to go to this route. And they'd be like, what the fuck is his name? And then sort of like... Trevor's not in my top twenty-five, but I like Trevor Noah. I like what he's I like what he's doing in the culture, but he's not in my top twenty-five. But now it's your turn to say, go ahead, go ahead. It's funny to Monique. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be your thing from now on. Funny to Monique. <laughs> now I like I like Trevor. He's one of those guys who do like intelligent comedy. Yeah, this is like the, the people that work with the Dominoes down here, right? They try to get me to like some of the music, right? I'm the only black person in that motherfucker in the daytime, right? Mm-hmm. So they playing music and shit, and, and Mike comes in and plays this fucking Fleetwood Mac shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this, yeah? This is trash. I mean, like Fleetwood Mac. Like they had one song I, that I've heard as, as a commercial hit. It was in commercials, and I'm like, oh, that's who did that fucking song. Don't ask me what song it was because I forgot. But if I hear it, I'll know it's them. The rest of the songs to me are trash, and they kept playing more and more. I'm like, dude, this is trash. I'd rather listen to anything. Man, other than I, this. Listen, I pride myself on on on, on music. 
and me and my fiance, we do this thing, or I, I do this thing with her, uh, just to distract her when she's driving long, long distance and shit, where we'll play like trivia games. And it's like, and I told her, I said, listen, I love me some some rock. My if I got to choose uh, classic rock, I love some classic rock from the seventies and eighties. I said, but a lot of those groups, I don't know none of their motherfucking names, none of their motherfucking names, and. And if you tell me their names, I'd be like, oh, okay. And then I will forget that shit. Fleetwood yeah, Mac, probably, Mac probably got one or two songs that I fucking heard and loved and don't know his dad's. Yeah. The only, the like, only, the only they group. They try to get me to these groups like Boston and Europe. I'm like, dude, I'm but I bet you, rush. But I bet you Boston <laughs> probably got at least one joint that I'm like, yo, I fuck with this joint. I fuck dude. with this joint. They, there's like a huge, there's a huge rock band, dude. Rush, Boston. I mean, like these names I've heard, but I, I don't know. You can't song. put the name to the song. The only, it's, it's not like it's Metallica and shit to me, Joe. It's a Led Zeppelin. It's a Black Sabbath. My know? It's a Radiohead. See, I like, I like classic <laughs> rock, like the classic shit, like, uh, like Journey. That's like my favorite group from, from that. Okay. I love Journey. Like, like when when motherfucking you know what I'm saying when that song come on, I don't know what song it is. What journey? Just a sport down boy, growing up in South Detroit. Took a midnight train going anywhere. No, don't stop believing. That's who that is. Yeah, that's Journey. Like, okay. yo, Journey, Journey got I'm joints. You've heard that. Too. You know that's bro. You listen. That. You watch too many cool. movies not to know. Don't stop believing, dude. I've heard, I, I told you. I recognize that part. The whole first, the verse you gave, never didn't know who the fuck it was. Don't stop believing. Okay, I've heard that before. So I'm Journey, for it. Journey got a rack of songs that I'd heard. Like that's the only song that I knew was Journey's. But they had a rack of other songs that I fuck with that I didn't know was Journey until the age of social media and MP3s and shit. And I actually got to go and like look at their whole catalog. Lime oh, Wire. like uh, you say who? Line <laughs> Shit, not even Line Wire could get me into something. Uh, yeah, I guess I got some of the music off Line Wire. Uh, <laughs> but what was like? Like, but Journey got like. Journey got a rack of joints that I'm like, yo, Journey is the shit. Journey is the shit. I fuck with Journey hard. That's that's one of my that's one of my that's my favorite. As you know, as black people say, that's my favorite white group. Like, <laughs> that's my favorite white group. Metallica, Radiohead. Um, if we're we gonna go, if we go rock, it would definitely be. Uh, I would definitely be a Nirvana or Red Hot Chili Peppers. Those are my uh, two faves. Uh, uh, that's not me. I can't. I never could get into Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I didn't un, did not understand what the hype was about. I just it was like Public Enemy, you know. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. I couldn't get into it, Jeff. It was just not it to me, Jeff. I didn't. I didn't know what everybody liked about it. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. I fuck with. I fucked with Nirvana. Promise. And that's the thing. A lot of these, a lot of these uh, groups, they had records that I didn't know 
was joint said, I'm like, yo, I fuck with this joint. Primus. Dude, Primus is like that, Joe. I love police, the group. Yeah. <laughs> the group. Fuck <laughs> the group. <police. laughs> fuck, 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 fuck the police. Yeah, I listened to that shit this morning. <laughs> Roll past a cop, Joe. <laughs> you are the person that would do some shit like that. You are the person that would turn the corner and there they were. It's like, oh, okay. Shit, they love that song too. Fuck it. Let's let's be honest. Police always love that song. They love that shit. Um what the fuck is this name? I'm still trying to think of this comedian's name that's in my that's something Russell. I don't know why Gary Russell, because of because I've been I was watching some boxing shit, so Gary Russell's the Russell that's in my head. Russell Peters, that's his name. Russell Peters, uh any comedian. Fucking funny. Unfortunately, he had especially on Amazon, and that shit was lackluster. But <laughs> yeah, but he had like four or five before that. That was like they were all good. Um, another comedian that's on my list in the top twenty-five that people probably were overlooking. Like I don't even know who he is, but funny as shit. He's, uh, why the fuck are these people slipping my mind? He's like heavy set. He's job bald. He got a beard. White dude. Oh, Fucking Cedric the Entertainer. Like, <laughs> said is in my top twenty-five. Said is in my <laughs> top twenty-five. I love said. I love said. Steve Harvey is not in my top twenty-five. Not in my top oh. twenty-five. Obviously, Cat is in my top twenty-five. Uh, Mike Epps is not in my top twenty-five. Mike Epps would probably if I place Mike in my in my top fifty, he would 48. be nah, <laughs> he would he would be late thirties, early forties, probably. Late thirties, early forties. I don't find him funny. He he is he's funny in roles. His last stand special was actually good. And he's done good jobs hosting specials. But his actually Stand-up specials, like, it's hard to put him, rank him with the greats where the greats actually give you, like, composed shows where it feels like he's just on stage winging it. Which isn't, if you can wing it for a whole hour and, and not lose a crowd, then you're doing a good job. But, like, there's no connected. I love when, I love when, if a comedian can use something in the first five minutes and do a callback. Yeah. Like, Two minutes, like you know, okay, this is the this is the end of his show because he just called that shit back with perfect yeah. timing and fitted in amazingly. Um, Dave Chappelle does that shit. Dude. Who? Dave Chappelle does that shit well. Dude. Absolutely, absolutely. I, you know what? <laughs> Damn it! I, I'm mad that I can't fucking remember this comedian's name. It's going it's going piss me off when as soon as I. When What's I, that show, Bradshaws or some shit? Have you seen this? It's garbage, Joe. I didn't. I heard. It, I heard it. People, people like that shit, dude. I watched one episode. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. It, like they try too hard. Dude. It was like, Ugh. getting that Netflix check. I ain't mad at him. Get that Netflix check, man. Ooh, Netflix man, want. Up. Netflix want the content. Give them the content. A lot of people yeah. they buying the they buying the shit. So it's like, all right. That can't get it. <laughs> mm, she could have, but they was lowballing her, and she was she made 
she was right for not taking it at a low rate. She went about the campaigning the wrong way. She, I think she over, she over, uh, she over exaggerated. She overestimated her, her popularity. Nah, because she's going like, yo, Monique got number one standards. She got, she got hit standards. I know you may not like her, but she has some specials where she was, yo, Monique was big. Not just size, like like she was big. She had movies that people went to like people went to go see. Like Monique is funny. She had a fucking successful TV show. Like Monique's has had like great success in the comedy field. Yeah. And she's well respected. She's well respected in the comedy circle. And I think part of her her failures was her thinking that the general audience would just ride with her. And that was the wrong way to take it. She should have. She should have aligned herself with other comedians, and used that as a launch. I'm saying a launching point to present herself to Netflix. But she was coming off of having been blackballed because of her situation with Oprah and and Tyler Perry, which she was completely right in. She was right the way she in her stance. But I mean, listen. Everybody who's spending money for advertising dollars is trying to save as much money as possible. Like, yo, I think Oprah and and Tyler and whoever what's the other dude's name that's involved in the situation? Uh, the guy who who created Empire and shit like that. The uh, uh, Daniels. Lee uh, Daniels. Lee Daniels. Like, if you're only paying the 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 actor their their money, then their job is only to do that. Like, she wasn't getting any back end. She wasn't gonna get more money if the movie was successful or none of that. Like, don't if you if if you give me some 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 equity in the project that I can keep getting money based on how it how it does and how it sells, then you can ask me, hey, go promote this movie. Listen, if you gave me, I don't give a fuck if you gave me $5 million. If you gave me $5 million to do a movie, right, to be in the movie, and that's it. Once I get my $5 million, I get no more money. I'm going to show up and do a great job in the movie. What she fucking did, she killed it in Precious. She killed that role. She did her job. But for y'all to ask, much in that world. I'm sorry. I don't think she was acting much. I think that was like the oh, real she, her. Nah, man, she she killed that role. She killed that role, man. She did a great that, job that, in that movie. It was a. It, she did a great job in that movie. Um, but if if that's all you giving her, you can't now expect her to go in and promote the movie on top. Like like if she ain't had, if she was an artist who was younger, and ain't have shit else going on. That's one thing you might be able to rope them in. She got other shit going on, other things she's doing. Why why would it why would she do that? Nah, you go and promote the movie. Or you say, Hey, I'm gonna pay you to promote. They didn't want to promote the movies, eh? Hmm? It's not her job to promote movies. That's that's what she was saying. And she yeah. got blackballed because she didn't want to promote because she wasn't 
promoting the movie. Like she didn't go to promote the movie. Like, hey, come over here and, and help promote the movie. Why? What's the? What's the? Why do I need to do that? And that's why she got blackballed. You don't have the other co co uh, actors and shit doing this. Why? She, was, she was the biggest. She was the biggest name in the movie. Gab Gabby wasn't a big. That movie made Gabby a name. So yeah, like she was the biggest name in that movie. So obviously, they should have said, "Hey, I'm gonna give you this." So when we roll this movie, I'm gonna need you to be here, here, here. Which they do with a lot of movies. Like case in point, when Bad Boys Three came out, regardless of what you think of the movie, those two guys were paid to promote the movie on top of being in the movie because they have equity in the movie. How good the movie does, how good it sells after the fact, they get money for it. So what did you see? You saw Will and and and, and Martin promoting the shit out of that movie. They was on everybody's podcast. They was on they was doing they was cutting shit for the movie to make sure the movie was successful. Mm-hmm. It's it's it was unfair that that happened to her. So you combine that with now you getting in a battle with Netflix. Like Slim, you don't you have a you let her grow. Yeah, you have a black eye right now. Like like you 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 aren't in a good position. You you aren't in a position of power right now. I mean, think about how you lost your show on BT. Like. You are unfortunately looked at as disposable to these people, especially. And, and the sad part, you 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 see them giving people money. They're not giving people money because they're white. They, like Amy Schumer got money because she she didn't get money because she was white. She got money because she was she could draw. She was hot. She was hot. She could draw. Yeah, she was hot. I mean, and that's the thing. And she's not even fucking funny. All. She, now that she's not now now that she's not funny, she steals jokes. She she got exposed for stealing jokes. Now she now she don't even have uh that that mega like and that's what I think Monique should like listen, if you think you worth more, you say, you know what, I will have to decline this bread for right now. Go do your thing, do what you've been doing, and then make them call you. Make them call you. And then when they call you, you can decide to say whether or not you want to take the deal or like, nah, I'm good. Because it's been it's been it's been comedians who've who've said Netflix tried to buy their specials and shit like that. It's like, yo, don't. I remember doing the research on that when this came about with the Amy Schumer thing, and I looked at the numbers, and two movies that Amy Schumer's in were way high, produced more money. They made more money. Then Monique's movie, right? And Monique, the one that she starred in, flopped. And Monique. it was like, it was uh, some comedy zone with her, like, going to Africa, some shit like that. And supposedly was um, wanted by some man, some shit, some weird trip over, over where they like big girls or some shit. This was her movie that she starred in. She was the star in the movie. But she's had a few. And- I mean- She's had a few other movies that that did good though. The lead role, and yeah. this movie was utter. Garbage. I think it's called Fat Girls. I think you're talking about the movie. I think it was called Fat Girls. P H A T Girls. I think that might be the movie you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. She but you had. Talk. I mean, 
the numbers were garbage. Uh, and if you looked at her, Amy Schumer, or her that's followers. That's not fair. That's listen, not fair, though. Her, her Twitter followers, her, her Instagram followers, all that stuff, she has 10, 15 times as many as Monique had. And, and that's and all Netflix is looking part, at, though. Part of the draw of why Amy Schumer got money, but Monique couldn't. It's like, I agree. Don't, yeah. And, that, and, and that's why I said, if I were to look, like Amy Schumer wouldn't make my top 100. There's so many other comedians. And if I were to say, if I wanted to do a female comedian, Amy Schumer would make my top 10. Not even close. I think, listen, one of my favorite uh, female comedians is, uh, I love Sarah Silverman. Okay. I love Sarah Silverman. I would, I would watch a stand-up a stand of hers over Amy Schumer's. Like, I'll watch it on a repeat then before I watch Amy Schumer's on. What's that, that, that chick that's from, like, England? And she talks like this? And she's a black chick? I know you've seen her. <laughs> I can't remember her. I don't know her name. I, I can't. I don't know her name. Dude, fucking, she's funny. Fucking funny. Uh, I, don't, I don't like butchering the... the, the the one, what's my girl's name? I like, I like Ali Wong. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the young, what's the girl named? The, the, the white girl. I can't remember her fucking name. She got like three specials on Netflix right now, and she's like, uh, she's funny. I can't remember her fucking name. Like her name is hard. Like it's hard to pronounce if you haven't heard it before. I can't remember the fucking name it is. But I, another one of those names that slipped my slipped my mind. I'm still I'm still trying to remember the name of this this comedian. One comedian. Yeah, man, this one fucking comedian. Because I know as soon as I finish talking to you, and as soon as I wrap this show up, his name's gonna come right to my mind. I'm like, ah, this this motherfucker's name is right here. He's fuck. He's a he's a white dude. He's heavy set. He's he's bald. Sam Kinison. Fuck no 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 fuck no. He's bald. What? Sam Kinison got a whole fucking head. He had a whole he had a. Sam Kinison funny as shit. Oh yeah yeah absolutely. Uh, what's his name? He's no he's still making specials now. Damn what's his name? I wish I had my laptop. I can pull it off. Pull it out right now. What's the fuck is this dude's name? I, this is this is why this is why I like having my co-host on my on my show because he's the motherfucker to remember all this shit. What's the fucking name of it? See now I'm a, I'm a have to get his name. I have to get his fucking name. I'm a, I have to fucking George remember his Lopez. name. I love George, but George ain't George ain't there. I love George <laughs> Lopez. No, he's not the one I'm thinking about. It's not a it's not a Latino. Oh. It's a white dude. I'm just saying. I'm just tossing the name out there. Because George Lopez is funny as shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, John Leguizamo was pretty good at one point. <laughs> somebody who's not on my top 25, but I, I think every time I every time I hear him, he's fucking funny. It's Big J. Okerson. It's fucking funny. Damn, what's the fucking... What, what is his name? John Sally? No. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a, tall, that's a seven-foot black dude. <laughs> That's a fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, he has he has specials on Netflix right now. 
We had specials on Netflix right now. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. It's going to pause for a second. Hold on one second. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Thank you. <laughs> Tom fucking Segura. That. Louis C.K. Fuck Louis C.K. Okay. He's a, I'm he's saying, a, I looked up stand up comedians and shit on like Netflix and Tom. Said, yeah. Tom okay, fucking Segura. Oh, you want you want Netflix? You looking up Netflix joints right now? Cause I'm I'm on yeah. my patio right now, so I don't have that. What's uh, see if you can find a, a stand up comedian? Go through stand ups right now and name a couple of females, and I'm gonna see if that's the one I'm talking about. Taylor Tomlinson. No. Uh, let's see. She's gonna have at least two. Cole. I love Dion Cole. Dion Cole is in my top twenty-five. There's Tom Segura again. Bill Burr, Gabriel Iglesias. Is that the guy you're talking about? That's Fluffy. That's my guy. Fluffy! Ricky Gervais. Eh. Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham's funny. Jeff Dunham's one of the guys I I, I lump in with Jeff Foxworthy. Eliza? There you go. That's my boo. What's her last name? Can you say it? Can you pronounce it? Butcher it. Go ahead, butcher it. It says... Elder Millennial. That's it, it's under Eliza. That's all I see on the joint. That thing might be her special, but what's her fucking what's her last name? I don't know. That's Ali Wong. Um Felipe Parza. Eliza is Eliza is the female that I'm talking about. Blonde white girl, right? Yep. Yeah. What's her Definitely fucking last name? What's her last name, man? Nikki Glazer. I like Nikki. She's not in my top 25, though. But what's Eliza's last name? Jim Gaffigan. I love Jim. That dude's funny, Jeff. Jim might... Uh, he's like, if I had it, Jim would be in my top 35, top 40. I love Jim Gaffigan. Ari Schaefer. Michael, Fuck him. Michael Fuck him. Shea. I mean, listen. I like what he's... I like what he's doing for like some other comedians, but fuck him for what he said about Kobe. But go ahead. I ain't gonna get into it. Who said what about Kobe? He had a he had a he had a fucking uh, a, a plane cra- a, a helicopter crash joke about Kobe like within the first couple of days of him dying. Fuck that dude. Damn. Well he caught death threats over that shit. Yeah. 
Jim Jeffries. Motherfucker. What's Eliza's last name? I need to know it. <laughs> Dude, I don't see any other her, her, anything go, else with her on it. Sonya. Go click on her. Go click on her special and see if they tell her whole name. Don't watch. Don't start watching it though. I don't, I can't have the audio playing on my shit. Kevin James. Stand up. Fuck no. I know Tiffany Haddish is not funny as shit either. She's garbage. I love Tiffany, but. I love who she is. I, I'm, she's not my top 25, though. No. Gosh. Ferris Bueller's day off. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, gotta go way back up top now and see if I can find her name. What's that? It's It's Eliza. And there's people listening to this who going to listen to this and, and, and fucking kill me because I can't remember her fucking last name. Schlesinger? Really? See, it's like hard to fucking... It's Schlesinger? Is that how you pronounce it? Schlesinger. Uh, Slicer or Slicer or Slicer. Schlesinger. Mm-hmm. She has this thing where she calls, like, I think it's called her her uh, her uh drunk monster or some shit like that. She's funny as fuck. Have you seen her before? She's, she's an attractive woman. Yes. <laughs> you got some bubble boots. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Nah, um but nah, she's fucking hilarious. She's fucking hilarious. Uh man. Um no, nah, but she she ah uh, she got like at least two of them on Netflix that I've seen. She killed it. She killed it. Hey, listen, Dom, man, I appreciate you for coming on. I like you had been comment. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. The audience, they, they just saying me talk to a fucking words. Nah, nah, y'all need to, y'all need to meet dump truck Dom. <laughs> <laughs> they meet, they yeah. need to meet. Oh, before I, before I let you go, call into the station, yeah. Before I let you go, three zero one two zero zero nine eighty. This is season. <laughs> I want to say this was last season. Because our first season was uh, pre-pandemic, season two was like right in the heart of the pandemic. So I was talking to one of we uh, we got picked up by a network, a uh, 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 internet network, uh, and we were so happy to be be on the network. And it was like, man, that's we. we it was beautiful, and I got the interview. I started interviewing other people and we we're talking about the versus battles and I got to talk I, I, Wu-Tang got to come on uh, they was battling uh, this is this wasn't this is before uh, Ghostface and and Raekwon battle this was RZA battle I want to say no, no, no! Shut the fuck up! No, no, this is from producing. So RZA went against um, DJ Premier. I believe it was DJ Premier. He went against, and a song that that RZA produced for Ghostface was called uh, "Buck Fifty off his Supreme Clientele uh, album. And I was like, man, it's crazy how the landscape of music is because when we worked at at music uh, store, at 
we used to they used to do in stores. Remember they used to do in stores. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So and I and I Dude. and I told the story. My mom found a picture I took with Rod Strickland in that joint, yo. Sheesh. <laughs> I got to meet who did I got to meet Jiggy Chuck Wine. Brown. I got the you I, you worked that day that Genuine came up there and I was off that day and they told me how Genuine uh, yeah, because he came in there with like all leather on, was like he was like maroon leather no, on and shit like no, that. No, dude, I was working at Sam. I was working at Sears next to Sam Goody at that point in time. Yeah, and the Bama came in that joint with blue jeans, a red um, <laughs> flannel shirt, and a green flannel type hat. I'm like, and he kept asking you, me about the stereo. I'm like, dude, who? I didn't know who to wear. I didn't know who he was, though. And the next time I seen Orlando Mall, the Bama asked me for some money so he can go catch a cab to his girlfriend's house in Suitland, Joe. Don't, don't do that to Genuine. Don't do that to Genuine, man. That's what the that's what the Bama don't, said. That's what he, he was bumming for money, Joe. Don't do that to no, Genuine, man. Don't do that to Genuine. That's your boy Elgin Lumpkin. Elgin. <laughs> don't do that to Genuine, man. Uh I remember uh meeting uh I didn't get them. You know what? I was supposed to meet Jagged Edge, and I had some shit to do with school. Cause I was still in high school when Jagged Edge came up. And Robin, you remember Robin, right? Yeah. Robin got their autograph for me, and she said, "T, I don't know. She didn't like. She didn't like Jagged Edge anyway. But she Pretty she fuck. Careful. She fuck with me. She fuck with me hard. And she's like, T, you lucky. I love you because I don't like their music, and these four dudes." Awesome fucking assholes. And I was like, <laughs> I felt bad, but I also didn't give a fuck at the same time. Like, but did you get the autograph though? <laughs> but did you get the autograph? <laughs> but I told the story of, I told the story of when Supreme Clientele came out. That's Ghostface uh, Killers album, and the damn it, a whole Wu Tang came to Sam Goody to do the install. And you remember. Remember when we used to have to like we would I told the story how I would, like we had to play that music over and I wasn't the biggest Ghostface Killer fan at the time I, I was like I was more so Old Dirty Bastard and Method Man at the time uh, and one of my friends was a really big uh, Ghostface Killer but I just remember like all these New Yorkers decided that they started wanting to come in. And, and, mm-hmm. and Sam Good it is it was like a crazy fucking line to get like autographs and shit like that. And I remember uh Matt, you know how Matt get like real jig fidgety and shit. He's like T, oh my they're coming today, you gotta do this, yeah that. I remember being I remember I was running like different stores, like getting food for them niggas and all kinds of crazy shit. I'm like, yo, no, 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 no. I didn't go to Burger King. I was like Nope, you. It was a. It, it was. It was this. Nah, fuck. I, you can hound dog. Them motherfuckers would have left by the time I got back. Then as, as busy as hound doggies, bro. Hound doggies stayed popping. It was the. I don't know. I can't. This joint didn't have a name. It was like a, like a, uh, like a. They sold chicken and shit. They like barbecue chicken and honey roasted. They hate. They. It was. It was chicken. I went and got. Nah, 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 nah. That Jesus was gone by then. It was it was like down in the area where the Roy Rogers used to be, but it's a little further up. And they used to sell like barbecue chicken and shit like that. I remember going to getting some fucking honey barbecue wings, and it was like 
them niggas support their own fuck. Like, man, was like, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. I went and did it, and them motherfuckers support they had their own fucking food and shit. Like, nigga, you had me waste my time going to get all this shit for these dudes. But they was cool as they was cool as shit. They was like, yo, let's get in and get the fuck out. But they was cool as shit. You know what I'm saying you could tell they was the mm-hmm. type of motherfuckers. You know, some some rappers play that image like, yo, I fuck a nigga up, and yo, you could tell that these niggas is a little more real than your normal fucking artists that you may come across. You I remember? I heard a story about one of the bambas from from Wu Tang. I think it was somebody Wu Tang had beef with like um, MC Hammer. And they fucked around and went to Oakland. That ain't the person you want beef with. <laughs> yeah. Hammer ain't the one you want beef with. Day, I think it was like Method Man or Red Man. Nah, or it was Red. Red Man told that Red story. Man. Red Man told that story. Red yeah. Man, he didn't have beef with him. Red Man had cracked a joke. Or see, he, he he said something funny about Red, about Method Man, about, about Hammer in, a, in yeah. a rap or some shit like that. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of artists who, who only knew Hammer from, you know what I'm saying, being a big commercial star. You know what I'm saying made him the butt of the joke until they actually got to meet Hammer and Hammer was like, nah, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, we ain't doing that. And they was like, oh shit, behind me. No, we yeah. ain't doing that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hey, but uh, yeah, I remember the fucking insoles. I remember fucking remember unsigned hype in Landover Mall. No, no. You, you remember, man? I remember it was just. They might have did it twice. It was one, at least one year. They did an unsigned hype where it was like a big fucking rap contest where people, dudes had to come and freestyle over beats in the uh, in the mall. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, Brandon, Brandon and his and Gage, Brandon. Riley, yeah, Brandon, Brandon. That's that's my Go that's ahead. big bro. Yeah, he man, With- listen. Comic Con Brandon. Yes. Do you follow him? Yes. Loading snacks. Yo, shout out to Loading Snacks. Shout out. Shout out. Yo, I don't even listen because of them. I really don't even like talking about that that app that that my fucking that realm of of entertainment because it's like yo, I can't do it no justice like them brothers do it, man. <laughs> shout out, to, shout out, shout out to Brandon and his crew at Loading Snacks. Yo, if you if you are in the comics, you are into Video games, loading snacks is who you should, who you should be watching. I mean, shout out as far as black content creators, loading snacks is who you want to go to. Now, obviously, I watch shit like you know what I'm saying, uh, new rock stars on YouTube and and everything always, shit like that. But loading snacks, shout out to them, man. They 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 do it up, and they. they if I were to be in that that realm of of entertainment and talking about it, I would love to be on there. Le- like I couldn't do it like them. So shout out to Brandon, man. Shout out. To- but yeah, he's the he he was he, he was a rapper. He he probably could still spit a flow now, but he was rapping then heavy. You know what I'm saying? E, you know what I'm saying E Nation was the name of their uh their crew. Phineas Gage was his rap name, and they 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 rapped at uh, unsigned hype. And they fucking that that whole situation was crazy. I can't you don't remember that shit. That was a crazy one. Y'all you might not have been working at Sam Goody at the time. You might have still been working at Sears. So Yeah, Sears was funny, though. I but listen. You pissed off of Sears. <laughs> and come to Sam Goody. Hey, 
Listen, the funny <laughs> thing is, summertime, like, when I think about some of the, 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 the shit talking we did, I can't remember whether or not we was working together or whether you was just at the job because you was working at fucking Sears and just came over because we was, like, right beside each other. The people at Sears used to piss me off, right? Yeah. They would come <laughs> to the joint. Do you work here? Are you no, serious? No, I don't work I here. This, <laughs> with, this big name tag in the shape. In the, it's, it's a name tag. It looks like a Sears credit card, right? I got it on my chest. This Don. Do you hey. work here? What? Are you serious? I put two of them joints on. Do you work here? Are you, are you? I used to get so pissed. I'd walk into the mall, dude. And that's when I would go into Sam Goody. And, and you and, and you know the thing about this? You would always have a face like, let me tell you about some dumb shit just somebody just said to me. You used to always have that face on you. Hey, listen, Don, man, I want to thank you for uh, for joining me tonight, man. I really appreciate it. I love it. Anytime we get to have a conversation, it's always a, it's always a great one. So I'm glad I got to have a conversation with you for the people, for my audience to enjoy, man. Don, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Uh you still, I still remember buying uh, one of your books for my mom. Don was a uh, an exotic poet at one point in life. Uh, was it Doctor Exotica? Yeah. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Doctor Exotica for 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 blessing the podcast tonight, Don. I appreciate you, oh man. I appreciate you. Hey, listen, uh, you've been on a ride up. One, 